Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hello and welcome to Nerd Talk. I'm your host, Jordan Halsted, and we're back at it today discussing one of our favorite sitcoms, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother follows the story of Ted Mosby telling his teenage kids about how he met their mother, hence the title of the show. However, like all other great shows, Ted is not the only main character. Included in this show are Ted's best friend, Marshall, Marshall's wife, Lily, their sex-crazed friend, Barney, <laughs> And the girl Ted initially falls in love with, Robin. This sitcom had a ton of great content. So with me today to unpack all of it, uh, at least for what we're going to get into tonight, uh, are with me are my friends Levi and Chip. Guys, thank you so much for coming back. Mosbius Designs has failed. Mosbius oh Designs has failed. I love that. <laughs> that was great. But but seriously, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, this is going to be awesome. Uh <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be... I already can't keep it together. I know. This This is one of those shows that, like, you know, we, we've, we've talked about superheroes. We've talked about Pokemon. We've talked about our origin stories. We've gone through all of these different topics. Um, we've even talked about Karate Kid, like 80s movies, and the Cobra Kai. Uh, that was an episode we've done mm-hmm. um, where you guys came in and did that with me. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll kind of talk about that a little bit in this one, too. But, you know, this is a, this is a great sitcom. Uh, and, and I think what's cool about this is people still nerd out about this. People still get this is our really, first sitcom, right? This is our first sitcom Sweet. we discussed. Um, Perfect. Yes, I know. Of all the the yes, first sitcoms, we beat out The Office and Friends. Yeah. yeah oh, nice. Yeah, Friends. <laughs> Friends. I know is going to have to be something we'll talk about. I know I've already got plans for The Office, <laughs> and Big Bang Theory is also a part of that as well. Um, but guys, Fair. thank you so much for being a part of this. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and dive in. So my first question for you guys, who is your favorite main character out of the, out of the five main characters? Now there are, I mean, there are a ton of side characters there's and there's, seasons, there's so many characters, yeah, nine, yeah. nine seasons. There's tons of characters, different so boyfriends and girlfriends. Characters. Um, you've got so many different characters. So we're going to say out of the five main, who is your favorite? And Levi, we'll have you start. Okay, cool. So. I remember watching this show as it came out, like watching it on TV because it was like, it started coming out when I was in like middle school, going into high school. Uh, and the last season came out my freshman year of college. Around that time, my favorite character was Ted. And part of it was because to some extent I saw myself in him. Okay. Uh, and as an adult now, I, I see that the parts that I saw in him are not the, are that my, that I saw myself in him are not the parts that are honestly kind of a horrible person. Okay. He, he's not necessarily the, a good person yep. with a lot of the decisions he makes. Yep. And I never saw myself in that, but I would say that today my favorite character is probably Marshall because overall he is just a good person who loves his wife and would do anything Marshall for his best is friend. the only good and pure, completely good and pure character yes. in the show from he... start to finish. So I, I'll put it this way. Marshall is an incredibly intelligent 
lawyer, and he's he's smart. He is a himbo. He's big. He loves he's he loves his wife, and he's dumb as rocks. He's intelligent, but he is dumb. Oh my gosh. I told you we were not going to be able to keep this one together. We like were, the uh, the we, episode where they like were guessing if he was drunk or a kid. Yeah, <laughs> Marshall's dead. Oh no! All right, we're gonna we're gonna play this game: drunk or a kid. Like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Edward Forty Hands. Like, no, I forgot like, about Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, Edward Forty uh-huh. Hands. Anytime that he ate a sandwich, like. Things like tacos, like, the tiny wee wee clock. <laughs> I will say, out of everything, he has the best nickname, Judge Fudge. Beerkelis, Big Fudge for a while. Yeah, Big Fudge, Big Fudge, Big oh, Fudge, the biggest. And then he's like Judge Fudge, and then by the end of the series, he's Judge Fudge Supreme. And I'm just like, like his his name evolved with his character, which I love. So yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think some of our, our, our characters do change over times so and as we we grow up we, we kinda see that. So so Chick, what about you? So Ted Mosby is boring. He's uh <laughs> he's the typical because this is a, it's an overused trope in in uh, sitcoms. He's the uh the feminine, uh nerdy, um touching his t- in touch with his feelings man looking for you know, his for conquest yeah. to get married. Like that's. I um, think that's why I saw myself in him because I am right. also in touch with feelings and very oh, yeah. weird and dirty. same. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> same. Um, so like, I would think that my favorite character is is, is Ted knows me, but as the show went on, um, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I'm with you, Levi. Where I love uh, love Marshall just because, like, Marshall's really close with his family. Um, he has two brothers. I have two brothers. Um, he's like a, just a lovable goof, like, and that's how I see myself also. Um, and he's just like an overall good dude. And um, like, I'm not perfect. Like, I suck most days, but you know, I, I see a lot of myself in Marshall. And like I said earlier, he's the only good and pure character in that show from start to finish. I gotta say, my uh, my favorite character has always been Marshall. Um, and not because he was the good character, but because I genuinely related to him. Uh, I, Levi, you and me, we no, you this. were just tall. <laughs> yeah, you guys are both just tall. We're just tall. That's, That's what it. it is. That's it. Yeah. No, uh, I, I remember watching this show, and we were in high school, Levi, and and these these seasons were coming out, and our friend group started to really click and form during junior and senior years in high school, um, and and we really got together, and I remember. I just I would always ask you guys, hey, when you guys go home, because you guys always hung out with us at our house, um, you guys would go home, and I'd say, just text me when you get home. I was very that the dad of the group, where Marshall was the dad of the oh, group. Oh, you, you were the dad friend I, of the I was the dad group? friend of the group. Nice. Um, but I, I remember – got to apologize for that. I always forgot to text you. Dude, dude, honestly, I, <laughs> like I remember you texting home? you because I thought you lived a lot further away, and it was years later when I found out how close you lived. And I'm like, dude, I waited like an hour for you to text me, and I send this text. And you live like 15 minutes down the road. He broke his little heart there, <laughs> Levi. Like What's wrong with man? Yeah, it, it wasn't, I just yeah. always forgot. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, I mean, I remember a lot of that. But when we would talk about like who our friend group was, 90% of the time, we would figure it out almost to a T. Um, 
and and I always kind of fell in line with the Marshall of the group. And I remember Emily and Sydney were like, "You really are the Marshall. Not only are you tall, but like you're willing to be there in those hard times." The the don't ask. Remember when he when he's like, "No questions, no asked. questions asked." Yeah. Um, there was there was that. Uh, like if if they needed something, they knew they could they could say, "Hey, no questions asked." Or and, or like when um Marshall was like the the unofficial therapist of all the girls that Ted breaks up with. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I was just like, I always talked with you guys and I was just that person. And so I related really hard with him. Um, and, and that, that leads to the next question out of all of the characters in the show, who do you feel you most relate to? I know that I personally related to Marshall, um, because of there was a lot of it, but who did you guys relate to? Okay. So Marshall's easy answer for me with, how close he's to his family, um, him having two brothers just like me, um, being a lovable goofball, good friend to everyone type person, being from the suburbs in the Midwest, um, and that kind of upbringing, very similar. His family is very similar to me uh, to, and my family. So that's an easy answer. But <coughs> what I'll go with is I relate to Barney a lot um, because of um, not that – Because you're a player. <laughs> Okay. Total player right Anyone there. who's listening to this and you end up seeing my picture on Instagram or anything like that, you know that's not true. Anyways. No, it's, it's totally true. <laughs> it's I want it stated right now. It is totally true. It's, it's Ladies, not <laughs> watch out. Here comes Chick. No, no. It's not I that. I believe like, you mean Barney 2.0. <laughs> no yeah, way. Barney 2.0. He's got a playbook so and a bro not, code and it's everything. Not, yeah, it's not that um, I'm some kind of, some kind of big player um, or anything like that. It's it's the fact that near the end of the series in the last few seasons he is intentionally trying to improve his life because he was such a he was such a hoe bag in his previous life and um, I can really relate to wanting the, that like that redemption and constantly trying to be better because a lot a lot of times I'm feel like a piece of crap and I can really relate to constantly needing like redemption and grace and stuff. I think I think that comes to the bigger story of who Barney was. I think he was the absolute like pinnacle character to see from start to finish. Right. Best there, ending. He got the best he ending. He got the best out of everybody and like yeah. he was mm-hmm. the worst of everybody. Like yeah. like there there was this huge redemption story like you you go in and if you don't know what you're watching, you're thinking you're watching a Ted story, but in reality you're watching all five of these guys interact and and the men and women interacting together. But like yeah. We're going to Philly, and like that's kind of mentality where they hop a plane and then they go lick the Liberty Bell, and then at the you end of the, the series, li- like, he has this huge redemption, right? When and he has his kid, yeah, and it's just it's it's really cool to see some of those things. I, I love how um, it's the first scene after you know he has a kid, and he's at McLaren's with Ted, and there's like some you know uh, s- some slutty girls uh, in skimpy you know sk- skimpy clothes. And Ted's they walk like, past that table. Yeah, yeah, and Ted's like, all right, you're going to do something, right? And he's like, yeah. And he <laughs> gets up with his scotch. He's like, ladies, you need to cover up. What are you doing with your life? Very different. Like, instead of <laughs> yeah. hitting on the girls, he completely right. changes. They're like, yeah, we're staying out till 10 o'clock. 9.45. Yeah, oh, my gosh, yeah. So, he's, like, dead asleep on the table. Absolutely. So, Levi, who do you most relate to? So, I, I, I did touch on this a bit earlier, and I still, to this day, relate to Ted. Um, and it's just because a lot of the way that he he acts and, and, and perceives things and the way that his mind seems to think is the way that mine kind of does, too. It's like it just the way that he perceives the world around him a lot of the time. 
I think is sort of the way that I do to an extent. Um, and I remember even when uh, me, you and Casey were in high school, I think it was, I think it was, might've been mine, your senior year or maybe like right after high school or something, me, you and Casey were at Walmart doing something. And you guys both looked at me and went, we figured it out. You're Ted. And I was like, no, all the bad stuff happens to Ted. And you went, exactly. That's exactly how <laughs> exactly. Ted would respond. He doesn't want to be himself either. Yeah. Casey, Casey and I had many conversations over that. Um, Casey always said, you're the, you're the marshal of the group, uh, referring to me. And then I said, so are you the Ted? And he's like, no, I'm the Barney. Not because I get the ladies, but just because like, I feel like I get us into a lot of trouble. I bring in some of those like more memorable spots. I, I mean, I don't know how many times he and yeah. I would go see movies or things like that. And then somehow find ourselves in doing something else right afterwards. Or he, he would say, Oh, we're let's go do this. Or let's go do that. Where it's that kind of Barney mentality. And, and he was like, I'm, I'm not really settling down at this moment. Like there's no need to find that, that one girl right now. I'm just, I'm just kind of just doing my thing. And when we, we looked at you, we always said, Oh, there's Ted. <laughs> we always <laughs> said that. And for me, one thing that like, even like when it was first coming out that I was like, wow, I really relate to this guy is the line that Ted has where it's supposed to be when he's in college with Marshall. Marshall goes, Hey, you live in Ohio, right? And Ted responds, <laughs> my parents live in Ohio. I live, I live in the moment. <laughs> and then out of our friend group, I was the one to move like super far away. Yeah. I don't live in Ohio anymore. Where the rest I of don't us live in Ohio. My parents live in Ohio. I, I, you I live in the moment. Don't you? You live in the moment. I live in a city that is very much, you have to live in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think another character that I personally relate to um, is because every time this character shows up, they all freak out. And I feel like anytime yep. that I get with my friends, like people are like, Oh, Jordan's here. Like, I, I feel like that that's becoming kind of where I'm at in life. Um, Ron Jeet, the, the limo driver. Yeah. We talking about main, main <laughs> no, 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 characters. No, so this, this part is any character. Well, I could have talked about other characters then. So, Sheesh. Hey, but yeah, Ron Jeet's awesome. I, I think Ron Jeet was just an amazing character. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, we, we do want to relate to the, to the main characters, but I feel like Ron Jeet, like, Anytime he's like, hello, like, I'm just like, I want to, I want to adopt something like that. And to where like, cause I remember, uh, we would go to Katie's grandparents and her grandfather passed, uh, back in 2016, uh, September 12th of 16. And he had this saying and it just, the way he said, it, I can't even do it justice, but he would, he would say hello in a certain way that just you walk in the door and you expect it. And, and he's been gone four or five years now, um, are almost we're coming up on five years since his passing and I still expect it. And I know he's been gone for, for the majority of, of my time in the family. Um, but it's those iconic things that I'm like, I want something like that. I want to be remembered for something like that because that, that is Ranjit was just amazing. And I, I feel like when I walk in, I go, Hey, and then like everybody like gets excited anymore. Like when we get to like camp reunions or anything like that, uh, when I'm with friends that I haven't seen in a while, uh, I feel like it's just one of those natural reactions, which I think is cool. Did you say you had another character you no, wanted to I relate just, to? No, I could have okay. put more thought into it and then come up with a handful of characters that I related to for doing all any of the characters. So <laughs> I'm going to pull back to, to Ted real fast. Um, you guys, <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Mosbius Designs has failed. <laughs> just, <laughs> that was great. Um, so anyways, uh, we're going to go into who your favorite of his girlfriends was. 
Uh, I, I personally. Any of them, right? Yeah, any of them. That doesn't right. have to be off the list I gave you. Yeah. If there was someone I missed that you're like, I really want to talk about them, go ahead. My. Why don't you start with it first, Jordan? Yeah. yeah so my favorite out of all of his girlfriends was Victoria. And here's why. You can't why. see me, but I'm visibly shaking my head. Yes. <laughs> Chick, Chick's over here. He's just like, no. Uh, I look at I look at Victoria, and here's the reason I like her so much. She wasn't Robin. We had so much of him puppy love, kind of hounding after Robin. And then there was a girl that shook his entire world. And at that moment, Victoria was just something different. She created something like it had that puppy love and it gave it like the that initial shock kind of value. But then she just left. And I hated that. I hated the fact that Victoria left. I liked the, the character, the way that they designed her her attitude and the, the way she she just handled her her life with Ted at that moment. And then she was brought back and I hated her. <laughs> which which time? When, when Any they, of them? When they brought her back specifically and uh, with Hans. Okay, uh, so when they started season, when, when when they started dating they, again. So not the uh, season before that when she he just ran into her at the at yeah. the um, architect ball thing. Yeah, not, not that, that. Not, okay. not that. Not when when she's like, I told you to clean my dishes. I invited, I invited you, you to a porno. The, yeah, it, like <laughs> yeah. There, there was that, but not that time. Not that time. Okay. I I did like her there. I thought okay. it just. It brought back original. It kind of rekindled the flame a little bit, but then and they kissed. Yeah, they did, but they didn't. They didn't do her justice in season eight when they brought uh, Hans yeah. and, and her back. It just just didn't do do justice. What's, what's there. the actor's name who played who played him? Because I love that actor. Oh, he's hilarious. I gotta remember his name. I'm gonna look it up. Like real from quick, Reno Night. Yeah, from Reno. He's, he's in I, a ton of stuff. Balls of Fury. I did like. I will say that with Victoria in season eight, I did like how he. He helped her escape from her wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then he ends up inviting Hans to live with him. From the second uh, floor. Right. Yeah. And, um, I just thought that whole scenario was funny, the way that they went about it. And then, like, uh, you know, he's... Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon. He's... Everything he does, he's so funny in. It's kind of like the Midas touch. Whatever he touches, it turns to gold. He was he's, in 17 again in, yeah. in The Odd Couple. He's in a lot of good stuff. Uh, I love you, man. Yep. Yeah, I love you, man. Yeah. You're a whore, Peter. Yeah, I forgot he's in I love you, man. <laughs> Anyways, can I go? Can I say why I hate Victoria so much? Absolutely. Okay. One. And then tell us who your favorite is. Yeah, yes. we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, so one, um, just the way, like, I've, like, her character itself is cool, but, like, the way they, the writers used her sucked because... Like it just felt like that she was a plot filler in the first season, so they could work work his their way up to him and Robin getting together. I I agree with that. I think though there were a lot of really good moments that when she exited, a lot of fans were mad. Yeah, like for, like for for example, uh, like um when when they were going to go to that wedding, and Robin and Ted were going to go to that wedding, um together, and you know. Robin is starting to open up the idea of dating him and then she had to go do the news and but she was able to get off early and come back and she was stoked to come back and she walks in on them on uh, on, on the drum Ted, roll on, yeah on yeah Ted and Victoria doing the little drum roll thing breaks her heart um 
and like that was just clearly like the writers just putting something into the season. Granted, it was cool, and the, the way it happens is cool. It's a recurring thing, and and the rest of the show with Victoria, it's just of them to, w- to like waste time until Ted and Robin finally get together. I agree with that. So, anyways, okay. So my favorite girlfriend, uh, my favorite girlfriend. Um, so my so I know we're talking about how about your mother as a show. Yeah, not your girlfriend, Ted's ex girlfriend. So I can't talk about that. Anyways. Focus, man. Yeah, focus. Okay, so my favorite show is Scrubs. Of all time, Scrubs. It's another sitcom that we're not talking about right now. But because we'll get there. I, I have all that bias. That'll be, that'll be a fun episode. Uh, because I have all that bias, my favorite girlfriend was Stella, even though she was the worst one. Because <laughs> she, she how, how bad she did Ted. Um, but that was my favorite girlfriend just because um, Sarah Shock is awesome. And it was awesome seeing her in something else other than just Scrubs. Um, and her character in How I Met Your Mother is essentially the same character she played in Scrubs. Like they, they're very similar. Yeah. Um, and they, they're both doctors. So, like mm-hmm. seeing Sarah Shock in in a white lab coat on, you know, on the show was like, that's exactly Elliot Reed from Scrubs. I think. Oh my what, goodness. I think to add to that one, I think what was really cool was the like the the five minute date, where two the, minute date, the two, yeah. minute, the two minute date. Yeah, so with when, the when worst they, movie in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manos hands of fate, yeah. and and I think that there were a lot of really good points with Stella. Like he went and got a yeah. tattoo removal, and she doesn't date patients. Oh, this is my last one. <laughs> Can I ask you out now? And then like she had, uh, and we'll get to this one a little bit later with the cameos. But she also had Britney Spears uh, as her receptionist. <laughs> that's with Abby. Yeah, that's yeah, with Abby. Oh my god, Britney Spears she was, was so hilarious in in How Bad Your Mother. Yeah, it's so great. And, and so her reaction with Britney Spears, I think that was really cool because she was like, "Abby, we've talked about this. If they scream at you, you can han- or hang up the phone." And she's like, "I don't, I, I can't, I don't want to." And she. <laughs> And she, like, helps her. And I think that that's just coming from a solid actress playing a role that she knows, hey, I've done stuff like this before. I can continue to do this. And it just turned out to be something really, really unique as it as they played it and, yeah. and, and worked with it. It just was really cool. I just I, love Scrubs and Elliot Reed and seeing Elliot Reed in a different show was awesome for me. I Even though Ella it. is a piece of crap and I hate her. Stella is stupid, but I still love that she was on the show. <laughs> so... So, Levi, what about you? Uh-oh. Can't hear you. No, oh, sorry. My dog was barking earlier, so I muted myself. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. So, uh, clearly, the best girlfriend of Ted's that should be everyone's favorite is Blah Blah. <laughs> I almost said Blah Blah. <laughs> I thought... I honestly no, thought about no, her. No, I'm, uh, I'm kidding. Blah Blah was just <laughs> a fun cameo show, with Katy Perry. Next but, time you're on uh, World of Warcraft, do not chat with me. <laughs> you met her on World of Warcraft? Yeah, it's a cool game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, in all honesty, though, my favorite uh, of Ted's girlfriend's is the mother Tracy just because the way that they introduce her I thought was really really cool the, the the way that they did it a lot of people don't like season nine and they like really don't like yeah. the ending yeah granted I didn't like the way they ended it either but Tracy as the girlfriend and wife I really liked her 
because I thought that she fit Ted very well. They 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 suited each other, but she was she was a cool musician and she even more so than Ted loved the Renaissance fair. Encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, and, and it's yeah, like for me it's like I'm weird and kind of quirky and into like things like that too. So I was like, this is a cool person. Yeah, this is someone that I would like want to I would want to date someone like this. Yeah. And so like seeing that character I was like, this is a fun character who's who jokes around, is easy to like uh, and like has her own struggles in her life. She's a good friend to all of his friends too. Season nine. What now? She, she's a good friend. Like during season nine, the way you get introduced to her character is she has all those special interactions with the whole friend group individually. Yeah. So yeah, all of the friend group they meet her before Ted does, mm-hmm. and they all like her as a person, and they all eventually are like, "You should meet our friend Ted. We think you guys would get along." Right. So clearly, then she meets the uh, the standards for the porch test. Oh yeah. 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 Who cares? Yeah, the porch test. Growing old with your with your best friend and his wife. Absolutely. And I think that they they that was the whole point. Like, I think she's supposed to be the favorite girlfriend because she is the one that is such a kind and caring person that all of the friends loved. And she's like the way that she like messes around with Marshall when she picks him up on the side of the road, when uh, he's doing the second part, uh, second time Marshall uh, versus the machine. Versus the machine, yes. And do you, do you want some cookies? I found them under the seat. <laughs> she messes with Lily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just love the the her interactions with everyone because she's she's friends with them before she ever becomes anything with Ted. Absolutely. And I think that is a big thing. And and for me, that's like something that even I look for in a relationship. I want whoever I am dating at, uh, currently to get along with my friends. Yeah. Because I, I have friends where their they're significant others like don't get along with their friends and like don't want to go to like events and parties that their friends are hosting and will like actively not show up yeah. because they don't want to because they don't they don't see them as friends as well. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things I think that it kind of helps push the whole agenda of like find the person that's going to make you better. Um I know that on the cuz the season 9 uh when they they first aired it uh the finale you see Ted say to his kids like okay, now that your mother's been gone and like you built this whole series about Ted and, and his adventures and things like that. And then Tracy just doesn't make it. And it goes back to the whole Robin thing. You're like, and hey, I hated that. Yeah. Like there's that. Well, the, I don't know if you guys knew this, but on the DVD edition, they actually have an alternate ending where they cut I need out to see this by the way. So basically it cuts out everything. Uh, after I think, the last like five I, yeah, I think it cuts out like the basically all of her death before you stuff fi- uh, before you find out she well, dies. Yeah. It, it makes it through their wedding. Okay, so it's it's like they get married, they've got their kids, and then like they continue like as they grow older, but they don't get to the point where like she dies. They don't kill her off, which it, which was a really cool thing. Um, I think that that was just it was done really well, and and so uh, which 
I, I just I like I like that. Um, I like mm-hmm. that it gives and us the option. You you know that they added that because they knew people were a lot of people weren't going to like the ending that they chose, but in reality, when you look back at the show, they've constantly been leading back to he keeps going back to Robin. I so mean that the, the very first the thing. Ending. Like, but then the, the the people the the actor and actress that play Ted's kids, yeah, they like David filmed Henry all that over the course of like was. two years. But the thing is, they filmed like they didn't just film two endings; they filmed like a handful of them. Yeah, they they said that they filmed like fifty there, episodes, and like only like twenty or thirty of them made it in the the two hundred. Their, plus ri- their original plan was to kill her off. Well, th- no, no, no. Right? They, they actually had a couple different outcomes. Okay, but that's um, that was that was one. That, w- of them that was okay. one of the original plans. Yeah. So like, so I read somewhere that they had like fifty some episodes, and then like only so many made it into the series because mm. they had so many different plot points. But they wanted to make sure that the kids yeah. stayed yeah. the same Be- age. Because the scene where uh, the scene where the kids are like, you obviously you obviously like Aunt Robin, so just go for it, right? Yeah. And that, and that was shot. During the first season, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it was David Henry. Um, is, yeah, that's is the guy. That was the that was the boy. He's, I forget. He's he said in an interview after it came out that they filmed a bunch of different endings and they didn't know which one it was going to be oh. because they had they filmed one well, where they didn't, they the didn't even know how big this series was going to be. Oh yeah, of course. That's how it usually goes. They honestly, uh, at one point, they had the mom going to be Victoria. Really? Ew. Because Uncool. it was going to be season one, Victoria. So she never, she would, would never, they have got, never left this the Germany before or they got like, like, before they got like greenlit to do as many seasons as they did. They like, they originally had a plan that it was only going to be like, had they only made seasons. it like one or two or seasons? It was like, yeah, or it was like something where they were like halfway through season one and they had already like done everything that they were going to be do. They had the plan with Victoria, and then they got greenlit to do more seasons. And they went, okay, we're changing the ending of season one. He's not going to introduce Victoria as the mom. Instead, it's just going to be a girlfriend. Yeah. Because their original plan, I believe, was that it was because they didn't know if they were going to get a season two. They were going to introduce Victoria as the mother at the end of season one. Yeah, I've, I've heard some stuff like that where they, they start it and then they have to make changes because hmm. it becomes popular, um, which that happens with a that's, lot of shows. That's, that's- that's pretty consensus what happens on like every show ever. Yeah. Yeah. So so what was your favorite episode or season in the series? Like do you guys have something specific that you guys liked? Um was there anything that specifically stood out for you guys season wise or uh anything specific stand out for you guys? Okay, uh, so my um my favorite season ever um and I think it's one of my favorite seasons of any TV show ever is season two of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. One, because it's awesome, but two, because they they started so many of their running jokes and running themes That's true. Yeah. in season two. Slap Bets in season two. Robin Sparkles in se- is in season two. Um, yeah. They have... <laughs> I, was that when Big Fudge came into the... No, Big, or Big, was Fudge, Big Fudge was season like season four or five or six. Because okay. Big Fudge was mm-hmm. a thing with um, Marshall Skee-Ball. Nick gotcha. Game, right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because they, because they, yeah, they bring up big fudge when they when they call him that, and he's like, you eat, you sit down and eat one pound of fudge, and like, and then you get big branded fudge the rest for of life. your life. Right. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Marshall and Lily got b- back together in season two, um, and then 
they had the whole thing with the Swarly thing with Barney, which is one of my oh, favorite oh episodes my God, ever. Because yes. you have um, the actress, Honestly, yeah, you have the actress from right. Firefly and Deadpool who plays that Chloe girl who was hilarious. Um, and then you know the, the um, she gets <laughs> Barney's name wrong at the coffee shop, and also that episode was so good because they're making fun of Friends. Yeah, because the. Uh, like who could stay in a coffee shop? This is yeah, this is one of the most this is one of the most brilliant written sitcom episodes ever because they um they do the whole cheers thing at the end they're like swarly and they do a che- the literal cheers ending and don't you want to go wherever yeah exactly knows and name. like the show is based off of cheers because the the um the premise of cheers is all these friends hanging out at a bar. Um, after they're done with work every day and stuff, yeah. which is the premise of, which is one of the big premises of How I Met Your Mother. So they they do a dig on Friends at the same time, having a reference, a nod to Cheers, which is what they're based off of. And then it's also hilarious because the whole Swarly thing. But then also, Ted and uh, not Ted, L- Lily and Marshall get back together. So like, it's my favorite episode ever, and in my favorite season ever, and. Yeah. Anyways, that's that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I wasn't sure what season was my favorite, but you brought up a lot of good points. Yeah, uh, season two is definitely probably like it, it's probably my favorite as well, just because for one, as an adult now, I, I paid more attention to the episodes about Marshall and season two is really rough on Marshall because season yeah. one oh, yeah. ended very poorly with, for him. Uh, it ended with Lily like ending the engagement and going to San Francisco. Uh, and then season two, he's like trying to find himself again because he has, he's, he's been, he's been with one person ever. He's been with her since his first day of college and he just doesn't know what to do. And he has to find himself and be able to be okay without her. And I think it's like, that season leading back up to them being together i think it was it showed a lot of him and did really good with him but i think they i think that he was too willing to to let lily back into his life after everything because he missed her so much and i think that they didn't do him justice because i think he deserved better and that it should have been dealt with yeah i hate lily too season. <laughs> like she sucks. Oh my she's gosh, a Lily, Lily! Lily gets she's, on my nerves. She's definitely a Grinch. She's a Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> like the way she steals Ted's boss's baseball because he was rude. Brian Cranston's justice. <laughs> like no, that's that you you can't treat adults like they're toddlers without them being like, cool. I'm just gonna call the police <laughs> because you literally stole something of mine that is worth thousands of dollars yeah i uh i know for me uh i mean you guys make great points season two was was definitely a home run of a season i think nine times out of ten that's where you're starting to get your traction that's where you're going yeah, no most matter tv what shows show. their best their best epi- uh, episodes their best seasons are season two yeah i i yeah. agree with that um however i don't believe that it was my favorite of all the seasons um and this is why i believe season seven did amazing that was when you started to bring in their pregnancy came to a close because the very first episode that's when um robin and kevin break up and stuff right that's when that's when and that's um, when barney breaks up with the stripper girlfriend with with nora right uh quinn 
Quint. Oh, he starts dating Nora, and then they break up. Right, and, and then they get he together. Dated with Quint, he gets Quint, and yeah. they break up. Right, and but there's there's so much. I mean, you've got the ducky tie. I believe that one of the, that was a great episode. The, some of yeah. the best slaps came from that area. Uh, I mean, it just everything that kind of culminated. I personally they, believe they, came uh, from season seven. That was a really good. That's season. when Marshall gains more slaps, right? Yes, in exchange yes. for the ducky for, tie. For the ducky tie, because uh, he. Because the ducky tie, he lost and the then bet. He, then he slaps him twice, and and Barney's like, "I need to go home and rethink the way I make life decisions." Yes, I just I think that that it added to the yeah. whole the whole experience because you're like, "Crap!" Like we're we're at this point in our lives where five slaps for all of eternity, and you're down to like one or two left, and then he trades the ducky tie for three more slaps, and which will 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 carry over season seven, eight, and nine. And it just yep. it was done really really well, and I, I some of the, they helped run those gags a little bit further because I uh, eventually it leads into I know you don't like this episode which we'll get to but uh, the slapping tree and and his his trip to China to go do his whole yes. slap thing I liked that because at the end it made me laugh that uh, they do the whole uh, one of my favorite episodes uh, is slapsgiving. Um, that was a great season three episode. Yes, and 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 he's he's playing the song, but yep. in the the slapping tree episode, boys they to have men. The boys to men. Re- That's the only good thing about the la- that last slap that I like cameo. is the boys to men thing. That, yeah, that, that wasn't was the last slap. His last oh, slap that's was right, the you're right, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah, his right. his last slap but was still, at, that episode. I liked yeah. the boys to men redoing the the song. That was, yeah, that was it fun. just it, yeah. it was it was a good touch. It it kind of just brought some things in, and I just I liked it a lot. Um. And speaking of slaps, uh, Barney and Marshall's slap bet, which was from season two, is this iconic running gag. Uh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. running gags and stuff, but that is one of the most iconic of all the running gags. So which slap was your favorite? So Ooh, there's the uh, first initial slap with the – no, because there, there was the um, the first couple slaps that were like, you know, premature slapulation slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just made Pretty Jordan spit out some coke. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so there was those slaps, but then there was that first slap uh, after the um, Robin Sparkles video. What was one after that? That well, the then, one after that was the, uh, the one where the in the theater the, in the theater when he's dressed like the robot <laughs> when he's he, doing his crappy. So yeah. The theater is my favorite. Oh yeah, wh- slap why is that Levi? Because the whole episode, it's Barney trying to like make fun of people for doing like one man theater productions. But then he, like, making fun of it, gets really into it and really loves it. And they're like, okay, well, you can keep doing it. We'll we'll let you do it because you're our friend. And then he starts making fun of him, and Marshall just stands up and just smacks him, and he falls down that's and, like, two. doesn't move. Yeah, and, and then he just, turns around and that's he's like, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and uh, they all just walk away. It's like, I wow, am rage. <laughs> and I liked it because they didn't lead up and be like, like there was slaps giving where we knew there was going to be a slap. There's the slapping tree. We knew there was going to be a slap. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. There was no hint that it was going to happen. And he stands up and we're like, what's he going to do? Oh my gosh. He slapped him. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I, I like the way they executed it. I think, I think for me, when I look at them, some of my favorites, I mean, cause th- there were what eight in total. Yeah. Something um, like that. You know, the slapping tree it was a good episode but like you said you saw it coming uh the slaps giving episode uh 
that one I really liked, but I also loved Slap's giving to Revenge of the Slap. Because he used the slap to teach everybody. <laughs> and he, they kept on like handing and the slaps the, yeah, they, they, over to other people. And, and he's like, you can slap my body, but you can't slap my, my mind. <laughs> and and it's just like, oh my gosh. It was, it, it was just written really well. But above all else, because like I said, Barney had this, this redemption story. They finished out the last slap at Barney and Robin's wedding. Where Barney's getting cold feet and Marshall slaps him. Right. And I think that was just that genuine, like, that was the way to end it. Because now we no longer question how many slaps are left. It's all been done. It's all been said. And it was done really well. But I I, I think that Slaps Giving to Revenge of the Slap probably is my favorite just because of the outcome. But I, I also loved uh, in the first Slaps Giving, uh, he, <laughs> he, he goes in and he's got the countdown. <laughs> It's coming. Ha ha. <coughs> your your Thanksgiving or uh Thanksgiving's not on that day. It's the day before. Barney, you know how many days are in October, right? Thirty. <laughs> and he dresses like thirty. He up like Borat, right? Yeah, he's just like man. He's, <laughs> he dresses Borat, and he's like, oh. I just I thought that like they really screwed with him. I love that. I think that the slap bet was just a great uh great little thing. So, what other running gags uh, or reoccurring themes did you guys like in the series? What stood out to you guys? Okay. Um, so, I've got a couple. Uh, I really like uh, Marshall versus the Machines. They really <laughs> only do it twice, but it's the whole, I can run that far. <laughs> and, or I can walk that far. And the thing is, I like it because I've definitely said both of those before we as men, got I halfway like we through and like mentality. i can't do this yeah but then i gotta say my favorite uh one that they that they do is uh tantrum yes <laughs> when they drink the tantrum and rip the, the whole the tantrum half oh my drink. gosh yeah dude quit throwing tantrum you're a grown man <laughs> That, that, that <laughs> I just is a good think one. it's so funny just because it's this because all I can think of is uh, there was a there was a drink that came out in the 90s that uh, I can't remember the name of ski? it now. Yeah. What? Ski. Yeah, you're talking. That's ski. what you're yeah. referring to. Yeah. It's yeah. They, they brought it back and I have a lot of friends who are like into like, you know, Mountain Dew and all that and stuff. It's like, and it's when just a lemon lime back, drink. Yeah. When the ski came and back, they're like, like yes. And that's tantrum. what tantrum was supposed to be, <laughs> right? And and I just thought, like, I remember seeing that come back. I was like, oh, it's kind of like how they brought back tantrum. Interesting. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I really like all the the um, the Robin Sparkles episodes. Yeah, <laughs> they're so great. Oh my gosh! So my favorite Robin Sparkles moment, right, is when. Um, when Barney's trying to find when they're when they're, when they're dating or when they're engaged and he's trying to find out who you know Robin had a crush on when when she was younger with the whole like behind a music spoof thing and they're interviewing all these Canadian like celebrities and they're on Dave Coulier and yeah. he's like oh it's not me and he does the cut it out thing from Full House and then Bob Saget's the one who's Ted's voice in the narration so he's like I always liked that joke and like they broke the fourth wall. 
<laughs> with that, just that right there. It's so great. I don't remember that, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back. Yeah, and watch the behind that, the, the, that behind the music thing from I don't know, like season seven or eight or something like That's that. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I uh, I I loved Slap Bet, but I think above all else, I loved the playbook and the bro code. Um, those were were genius. I think they just were done really well. I loved any episode that they talked about the bro code and all of his plays that Barney did to try and like meet women. And I'm like, dude, you are going so above and beyond on this. Like, like I can totally see like, Hey, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Like, like I could see something like that, but he goes like the scuba diver, the, uh, <laughs> Lorenzo von Madden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even funnier because I don't know if you knew this. Levi told me about this. He said, go look up the website. They actually oh, had yeah. those yeah. as real websites that you could go and yeah. look yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I think that some of those they're just well they actually marketed. made a bro code book or a playbook or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you yeah. can actually buy both of them on Amazon. And uh, mm-hmm. I think Levi, if I'm not mistaken, don't you have a bro code? Uh, I did when I was in high school. Okay. Uh, granted, some of them are like kind of outdated and. Oh okay. yeah, of course. Like definitely, it's like ooh, that's a little uh, not the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so some of them are like, yeah, no, that's that's fair. So uh, so with that, which of the bro codes and the plays that that Barney pulled, which of those were your guys's favorites? Oh, I got them. Uh, obviously, the bro code: don't sleep with your bro's sister or mom. Come on, I mean, like that's <laughs> yeah. But it isn't it unless she's like wearing leopard print clothing yeah. or something yeah, if, if like she's that. Wearing, yeah. Like there was a clause in that. There's like, there's an addendum to it. It's like oh gosh. <laughs> but then the my favorite play, like obviously the Lorenzo von Matterhorn is hilarious. But <laughs> my favorite is where he does it in the matter of minutes. Uh, it's like not even minutes. He just walks up. He's like, oh my gosh, ma'am, you need to sit down, and makes her sit down. He's like making it seem like she's like really hurt and like he's panicking he's get, he's like telling people to call an ambulance and she's like what's going on and he goes man you've had a terrible fall <laughs> yeah. from heaven <laughs> give, give him, him your number, number. give yeah. him your number and then he starts give he starts a chant and then gets her number yeah oh my and then he, when he walks back to the table he like throws it away and doesn't want it it's like what and it was all because that was uh, Ted's thirtieth birthday. That was his present. Yeah, that was his birthday. That, that present. was the birthday present that right. he gave to Ted. Was he played? About thirtieth birthday, but it was a birthday present. Yeah, because his thirtieth yeah, birthday was, just, the, was, was the was the when he fought the goat. So maybe yeah. it was like the 29th or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Oh my gosh! All those years get mixed up because even Ted doesn't remember when they happened. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so yeah. The, oh my gosh. He's like, oh, the year of the goat. Oh wait, no, that was a different year. We'll we get have back so to that. much more. We story have so to much get. story to tell before then. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to that. Okay, so uh, oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead, continue, Levi. No, you're good because I just I just think it was just such a funny, uh, just a, such a funny play because it was so simple. They didn't. It wasn't like a full episode thing where he was working on it. It was literally just like the beginning of the episode, and then it was done. Okay, so my favorite play is the Perfect Week episode because I'm a giant baseball fan. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and they had so many great baseball puns in there. Um, and yeah, so I just, it was such a really fun episode. He had a Jim Nance cameo where he, he's like, you're a jerk, Jim Nance. And he reads a, reappears like, no, you're a jerk. 
Yeah, no, that that was good. <laughs> and then Jim Nance is like, one of the things you never do is open up <laughs> a, an email from Phil Sims in front of your family. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> what about the bro code? What was one of your favorite uh, bro code? I'm not moments? a big fan of the bro code. So, really? Um, not because I don't think it's like a like a thing. It's just I don't know. It was just a. Uh, okay, I will say this though. One of the my favorite things about the bro code was when he was talking about the the origins of the code and comparing it to the origins of the constitution and we had like those um stand-in actors for like um for like uh george washington um and benjamin franklin and they're like we need and and thomas jefferson they're like we need someone to to write something so we don't run into these problems anymore with women and and barney comes in and is like <laughs> I'll, I'll write a bro, bro code first first addendum uh, don't look <laughs> your bro in the eye during a devil's, devil's threesome. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson and and George and Washington look yeah, they, at like, each look, other. Look, look away at each other. That's so funny. Yeah, I uh, I remember that like one of my favorite uh, of the bro codes. I, I I love how he starts it off because I, it was one of those moments where they were referencing when they first met Barney, and he's like, "I'm gonna teach you how to live, Ted." Rule number one. <laughs> Bros before hoes, and I'm just like, duh, like, <laughs> like of all things, like that, yeah, that absolutely should be in there. Um, but it, it just it made me laugh the way like he always like made it as if they should know it, right? Um, which I thought was funny. Um, however, the plays here were some of my favorites that I, I really liked. Um, the Jim Nacho, hi, I'm Jim Nacho, creator of the Nacho, like. <laughs> Like clearly that is not gonna work on anybody. Um, the the SNASA secret <laughs> NASA. Every every time I I talk to my friends about the moon, I'm like, wow. Oh, the, the smoon, <laughs> the secret moon. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think like some of these were just really funny. The one that made me really laugh was when they did the the filming part, and he said, "Go to the top of the Empire State Building, where lovers meet." And, or reunite and he's like and pull the he's not coming <laughs> right and like he goes up and he's like he's not coming and she just looks at him like what and he's like never mind <laughs> I, just, I think or then the other one was like he's not coming she's like what she's, she's not, not coming? coming and then the one where he actually gets it he comes back she's the one who steals the playbook from him and lily's like that was my actress friend and she, he was like well that would explain her perfect dictation and sluttiness yes <laughs> And then, like, the Mrs. Stintz fire. Oh, which yeah. Which was a straight... I, oh, and Marshall's God. like, I don't see how that one could go wrong at all. Yep. <laughs> I, I think that those ones were, were great. Um, the two can play at that game where where uh, Jennifer Lawrence comes in and says no, and then he turns around and says... Jennifer Lopez, not Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Lopez. Um, that'd be cool, though, if, if Jennifer, <laughs> if Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence was on. Him, him, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. So, so there's that. But uh, they, they just had some... Uh, some really good ones, and then like when he shows up at the Super Bowl with with his with phone his number. phone number with that magic the, the <laughs> magic phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I loved I mean, that whole episode. That was that was funny. Yeah. So, um, and I've got one last question for you guys. Um, for for this, uh, who was your favorite of all the cameos? I was doing a lot of research. Um, I gave you guys that list of, of oh, no. all these people. I mean, there were people like Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Brian Cranston, Bob Barker, Heidi Klum, Tim Gunn, Jennifer Lopez, 
Ralph Macho, William Zapka. We talked about that one uh, on a previous episode with yes, we did with with uh, Karate Kid and the Cobra Kai. I'm nothing like Ralph Macho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, no, I wanted the true Karate Kid. Like, <laughs> like wh- who are who was one of your guys' absolute favorite uh, to show up? And you were like, oh, it's that person. Like, who who was uh, who was one of your favorites? Well, I already talked about the Dave Coolio uh, Bob Saget joke. That was great. Um, Britney Spears was hilarious. Um, and I already said, like, my favorite girlfriend is Stella because I love Scrubs. And, um, uh, and yeah, uh, Sarah Shock, sorry. But uh, I think – I honestly don't know. I think, like – Sarah Shock will probably be my favorite. If I can think of another one while you guys are talking, I'll chime in. But I'm just going to go ahead and say Sarah Shock. Okay. So I've got a couple. So I obviously, William Zabka is amazing. I love that they brought him back for season nine to, to be in another episode. And actually, like, two episodes. Uh, and I just thought it was great. And I loved it. Um, but besides that... Again, season nine, they brought in Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh yeah, he does that rap on thing the on bus. the train, on the bus. Yeah, and it's as Marshall's telling the stories to Marvin to keep Marvin asleep, and I just thought it was really good. I really liked it, but uh, that's probably not my favorite. My favorite, it's technically not even a cameo because at the time he wasn't that big of an actor, and it's season one. I think it's episode two. John Bernthal plays Carlos, the guy that keeps inviting the the girl that's in, That's like, John Bernthal? Yeah, that's, that's what? Bernthal. I forgot the Punisher? Was, I forgot that John Dead. Bernthal was Dead. in there. Before he became the Punisher. Oh my John goodness. Bernthal. And before he was on Walking Dead. Yeah. Whoa, it you're blowing my like, mind here, Levi. Like the next year The Walking Dead came out and he was on it. So it was like he wasn't known. I had, on, I'd like, forgot that he was there. Point. I caught it uh after, like when I rewatch it, he doesn't it. even. He, he's he's he barely doesn't even in say it. anything. Like he says one thing, he's like, "I'm Carlos," so that's the only thing he says. I think he said like "Yeah, bro" or something like that, like in the background. Yeah. But like you barely catch what he had to say. But like, yeah, he he was he was just there as like a fill in, as like, wait, that's Carlos. He was literally an extra that was paid to be there as an actor. To there was just an extra. But now he's like a bigger actor. He, he has credits to his name and all this stuff. And I just think it's so funny because technically he could be a cameo. Yeah. Uh, I know that, that one of the ones that I love the most uh, is uh, Regis Philbin. That was that oh, was a yeah. big one for me. I love because they, they went in and they made like a – like a, what was the, the show called uh, that he was on? Uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? They did, they did that. Uh, very well with him. They kind of made fun of that, but they they still brought him in. And it was all about the best burger. And he was like, "I gotta have that burger." Like he just he played so well um, in that. I I also love and and this is just because I like her as an actress. I think she is is a is a pretty woman, but also because they did not play to the prettiness factor. They played to her acting ability. Um, it was Mandy Moore. Uh, I loved when she showed up and she had the tattoos yeah. and she like was the bad girl and like. Like, I know her as, like, the goody two-shoes, very, like, down-to-earth, like, in her, all of her roles that she does. She does some phenomenal work. I mean, even her voice entangled with Disney. Like, she did so well. But then to see, like, this bad girl represented by her with the tattoos and, like, 
oh yeah, that's my ex boyfriend. And like, as he's getting the butterfly tramp stamp, um, and, yeah. and, and she's the reason that it gets that. I just, I love that. I think that was what done just so well. Um, so guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we are running out of time. So, uh, you know, I love that here on Nerd Talk, we don't just get to talk about superheroes and, and things like that, but uh, we get to talk about some of our best and favorite sitcoms, like How I Met Your Mother. It was truly fun uh, to do this. So, again, thank you for joining me, and thank you, listeners, for supporting our podcast. Make sure that you like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll catch you here next time on Nerd Talk.